Welcome to What Else Could Be Possible. I'm your host, Miranda Renee Smith. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, everyone. Hope you're all doing so, so, so well. I'm doing pretty good. I don't have any crazy updates, but I should start like a segment to keep off each to kick off each episode. You know how some podcasts do like man like okay, so today's manly moment comes from so and so from Alabama or my weekly movie recommendation is blah blah blah, you know? I think those are fun. But I also have no idea what to do. <laughs> I'll have a think on that. Let me know if you have any ideas. Don't hold me to that. I might not actually do a segment. I don't know. I the, I just say thoughts that come into my brain. Okay. So today Today, I want to talk all about fear because lately I've been doing some really, really, really scary stuff. Um, I'm a part of a life coaching program right now, and my coach just launched a challenge for the month of June. And I won't give you all the deets, but it's basically a challenge meant to get us to go way outside of our comfort zones concerning our goals and get us to take the the scary, uncomfortable steps in the direction of our goals that we tend to put off as humans because they're scary and uncomfortable. Um, and But like that's what coaching is all about. It's getting you to get comfortable in the discomfort as you move towards the direction of your goals because that's how, that's how you can just be successful. It's just really getting comfortable in the discomfort because anytime we want to make a change, our brain always gets freaked out and always tries to stop us from making any sort of change because change could be bad. Um, but we are hard launching this month. I love this challenge. You know why? Because I love fear. I love fear. Love it. Fear is so, 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 so good for all of us. And I think it's important to talk about fear and start seeing it as our friend because everyone just hates on fear. Everyone says, oh, don't do that. It's scary. Or Ugh, I'm afraid. I hate that. I'm afraid. Stupid fear. And and this makes sense, of course, because when we want something really badly and we don't take action towards that thing, it's usually because we feel afraid and we blame fear for holding us back. And also, uh, okay, so fear, right? It's got a big reputation. It's It's been around since the beginning of time. Um, has anyone ever read Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill? Because I'm reading that right now, and holy smokes, it is brilliant. In fact, I should do an episode about that book. Hmm. Anyway, uh, I bring that up because that book just totally shines a light on fear as the enemy to everyone and everything. Um, for those of you who don't know, the book is basically a long interview between Napoleon Hill and the devil, which sounds strange. And there's a debate amongst scholars concerning if this interview was just a metaphor by Hill or if he actually channeled the devil to ask him questions. I don't have time to figure that out, and that's not the point here. The point is that the interview is brilliant, and there are so many takeaways. But the number one overarching takeaway for me, the takeaway of the book, is that like fear is the devil's most compelling tool that he uses to gain power over the minds of humans. Ooh, <gasps> spooky. But it's true. Fear holds everyone back from doing so much good and achieving so much in the world. So in the book, the devil's going off about how when he can plant fear in your mind, then he's won. Because we stay stagnant when we feel, 
when we feel fear and we don't take action when we allow fear to control us. And no action means no progress and no doing more good in the world. And honestly, I <laughs> I feel like the actually never mind, that's not important. So, all that being said, fear is a real thing. But is fear a threat? No, no, no. No, no, no. No, it is not. Fear is not a threat because fear, my friends, is just a feeling. And feelings are great. I love feelings. <laughs> Do you even know what a privilege and a blessing it is to be a human that can feel feelings, including fear, just add so much more richness to life and like depth to life. And of course, I understand why people don't want to feel fear. It's not a fun feeling. I'm not saying that I love to feel powerless under the chains of fear, especially when there's something that I want. But fear is only something to be feared when we are viewing it through that perspective that I just said of it being like a chain that holds us down. But hear me out. Fear does not have to chain us down. Fear is something that we can turn into our friend. I'll tell you how later, but first we need to understand that the reason everyone hates on fear so much is because we spend so much time trying not to feel it. Um, like so many emotions in life, fear is one that is often stuffed down. A couple of reasons for this. Number one, like I already mentioned, fear is not necessarily a fun feeling. Fear feels scary, obvi, not fun. And number two, pride. So many people will just pretend to not be scared and brush off their fear because fear is a sign of quote unquote weakness and no one wants to look weak. So we put on a tough face and pretend that we're not afraid. And when we do this, we avoid fear instead of embracing it. And that is just going to, when, when we do that, when we avoid it, we're doing very harmful things such as number one, we're just being super unfair to ourselves because, okay, think about, think about like, as humans, we are given access to the full palette of emotions, happiness, sadness, anger, fear, and many, many others. And we often show favoritism to our favorite emotions, which typically run in the happiness family. We always let ourselves feel happy and excited and joyful, right? When those emotions come up, um... Yeah, the, those emotions are typically not repressed by humans because they are happy and good and they feel good. Um, but if you only let yourself embrace happiness and don't give a place to anger or sadness or fear, that is sending a sign to your subconscious mind that says, I am not worthy of attention unless I'm feeling happy. I am only allowed to feel happiness. And if, if I feel anything other than happiness, then... I don't deserve to take up space here and I do not deserve attention. And my friends, that is sending out the wrong signal to the universe. <laughs> From that energetic place, you are going to attract people who won't accept you when you are feeling negative emotions and attract opportunities and situations that also won't accept you for all of your emotions. You'll attract situations that say, hmm, we are only want the good happy parts of you we don't want all of you and I don't know about you but I want to attract opportunities and people in the world who are ready to accept all of me like happy Miranda and sad Miranda and angry Miranda and scared Miranda all of the Mirandas because it would just feel like garbage if a situation in life came along and only wanted a certain version of me instead of all of me 
and I'm not just referencing relationships here. This can come up in jobs and in school too and just anywhere. But by embracing every single emotion, you are sending the right signal to your subconscious mind that says, oh, I am worthy of attention and um, compassion and I'm worthy to take up space even when I'm feeling sad or angry, not just when I'm feeling happy. And so, okay, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Okay, number two, the second harmful thing that we do when we do not embrace fear is that we stay stagnant. And hello, you are listening to a podcast all about achieving and growing and becoming. So, of course, I'm going to hate on stagnation. (laughs) And that is what happens when you do not embrace your fear. You stay stagnant because unaddressed fear stops us from taking action. I sound like a broken record. I've said that so many times. But don't forget it. Engrave that in your subconscious mind. When fear is ignored and stuffed down and not embraced, it will fester and make it so much harder to take actions and get the results we want. It's it's almost like our society only sees fear in two ways. It is either in the driver's seat, in the car of our life, like, t- like taking control, or it is stuffed in the trunk where it's out of sight, out of mind. And we do not want either of those scenarios. We want fear to be in the passenger seat while we are in the driver's seat of our own life. Because our fear is still a part of who we are. It's still... It is still a central and real part of our central nervous systems. I just said central twice in a sentence. Um, So it's important that we give it a place in the car of life instead of pretending that it doesn't exist because that helps no one. And listen, if you want a full, abundant, rich life, that is going to come with a price. And that price is usually being willing to do hard things that make us feel scared and uncomfortable. It's a simple equation, really. Like, the more you want in life, the more, depending on what you want, but typically the more you want in life, the more hard and scary things you will have to do. Simple enough to understand, but that does not mean it's easy because it's not. It's uncomfortable and icky, and we hate giving a place to these fearful feelings. But, you know, you got to feel it to heal it. (laughs) That's like a, a... over uh, saying at least I hear a lot but it's just so true and the more that you can practice giving a place to fear in your life the easier it gets and the less uncomfortable you feel each time oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh okay fear is like vervain where are my vampire diaries people at (laughs) um it's totally like vervain so okay those of you who don't know and who have not seen Vampire Diaries, number one, devastating because that show slaps. And number two, Vervain is the herb. Um, It's like the kryptonite of all vampires in the Vampire Diaries that like burns people. Whenever a vampire gets near, not people, whenever a vampire touches it or gets near it, they get burned and it's really bad for them. But there's this one vampire character. I'm pretty sure it's Catherine. There might be multiple, but I'm remembering... There's a part where Catherine, this vampire, uh, like, is attacked with Vervain, but she doesn't, like, she's unaffected by it because she builds up an immunity against Vervain. And she's like, sorry, you can't touch me with that because I consume a little bit of Vervain every day. Um, So it's painful when she consumes it, but she takes, like, a slightly bigger dose of it each day than she did the day before. (sighs) And I might be botching this because it has been a couple years since I've seen the show. But, um, like, it, it, like, that's what she says. She's like, 
I'm I consume this vervain and it doesn't have an effect on me anymore. So sorry, can't touch this. Uh, and that is what we need to do with fear. We just need to keep consuming it in little portions ever so often so that we can build up our fear immunity. And then when something really scary happens to us, we will know how to deal with it because pff, we are no strangers to fear. We consume fear every day. Maybe you don't have to do something every day. That's scary. But I don't know. Every once in a while is still really helpful. And like the way that I at least know that I am progressing is when I feel when I like often feel discomfort maybe not often and I don't want to say that in a way that makes it sound like I'm never enjoying my life and I'm always just feeling uncomfortable because that's not true but when I'm always feeling challenged and just like oh like this is scary but I'm gonna do it like that's how I know I'm making progress towards my goal and you could do something scary every day if you wanted that's what Will Smith says he does. He, like, does something that scares him every single day. Oh, he's got a ton of great thoughts of fear. And, ooh, well, Will Smith, he's kind of – don't cancel me for talking about Will Smith and and kind of, you know, giving him a hand up because I just, you know, Chris Rock, whatever. We all <laughs> don't need to remind everyone of what happened there. Um, okay, so – you know, maybe I will conduct like a fear challenge and do something that scares me every day for a couple of weeks or something. That would be fun. Ooh, spooky. Ah. Um, okay. So anyway, when you when you practice this, when you practice giving fear a place in your life, you can eventually partner with fear and say, "Yes, I am feeling scared. This fear exists in me in me right now, but it also doesn't control me, and I'm going to take action anyway." I am still going to move forward even though I feel afraid. That's what courage is. It's not acting without fear. I don't think anything good comes from pretending that fear doesn't exist. Now, courage is taking action even though you feel fear. Um, I'll give you my real-life example that I'm dealing with right now. So if I'm being totally honest, there's there's not like a ton I'm afraid of in life, at least currently because – I don't know. Going through my musical theater hell was like I had to face more fear than I ever have in my entire life. And after like being on the other side of that, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I am not afraid of anything. That's not true. (laughs) But I I feel like just a so much more confident person, not just in that area, but in lots of areas in my life, except here it is dating. Ugh. It freaks me the F out. And I know a lot of people who are, sorry, I just, there's a microphone on the floor in here and I just kicked it. Um, uh, there's a lot of people I know who are also freaked out by dating, but I also know a lot of people who are not freaked out by it. Like I have friends who are just, who just think, oh, dating is so fun. I ask people out or I get asked out and we go out and sometimes we hit it off. Sometimes it's awkward AF, but it's fine. There's nothing to be afraid of. And those people I highly respect. (laughs) In my mind, they are living life balls to the walls and that's incredible. And for many years, I just avoided dating altogether. And after that period of my life, I would only go out with people who asked me out instead of taking initiative and asking out people that I was interested in. And now I'm really trying to get over that by asking people out, which is something I never do. Ah! And it's hard, 
uh, it's hard when I send texts to people asking them out and I kind of want to jump off a cliff because I feel scared. But the reason that I can do it at all is because I'm just letting this fear be. I'm just letting it exist. If I were to not address the fear and stuff it in the trunk, asking people out would never get any easier. But now I have felt the fear that comes with being vulnerable and putting myself out there and dealing with the possibility that someone might not like me back that I like. Um, and I, I know now that it's safe for me to feel fear. It's okay to be afraid. Why? Because it's literally just a feeling. It's not going to kill me. And it's only going to get easier from here. And that is such an, like a helpful affirmation for me um, is it is safe for me to feel afraid. And I would encourage you all to like use that and reaffirm that to yourself because we, uh, yeah, it's just a feeling and it's, it's okay to feel afraid. It is safe for you and me to feel afraid. It's just a feeling. So let us remember that the goal is not to eliminate fear altogether. It is to learn to coexist with and befriend your fear because it's part of who you are. And if you are struggling to befriend your fear, then DM me on Instagram at Miranda.Renee.Smith to learn my step-by-step process of how to befriend your fear and what it means to give a place to it in life. Like, what does that even mean? (laughs) Because the sooner you can coexist with fear, the sooner you can move towards the goals that, yes, terrify you, but are going to add so much more to your life. Okay. I think that's all I have for today. Man. I love fear. I love it. It's so good for us. And <laughs> oh my gosh. I just reminded myself of, oh my gosh, Chanel Oberlin from Screen Queens. Has anyone seen that? Oh, it's so effing funny. In the beginning of season two, she's telling everyone how she's she's like become a phlebotomist and loves blood. And she says, turns out I love blood. Love it. <laughs> and everyone's thinking, why do you love blood? That's so weird. Oh, that's how I feel about fear. I love fear. Love it. Okay, everyone, go conquer your fears. Slay. Until next time, bye.